0: I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. I have my first ghost story of 2023 today. And if you're new to the podcast, a ghost story is your opportunity to tell your story. It's a chance for you to share any encounter you've had, any signs, synchronicities, or amazing experiences you may have had with a loved one who's passed, or maybe any other strange and interesting sign or synchronicity that just made you stop and have a moment of awe and wonder in terms of the miraculousness of this universe that we live in. So if you are interested in sharing a ghost story, which I always love to hear, you can go to my website, dramyrobbins.com. And on there, there is an area to submit your ghost story. So please go ahead and do that. Also, in the meantime, if you could support the show, I would be so incredibly grateful. The show right now is solely funded by me. I don't have advertisers. I don't have sponsors. And until I do, I'm relying on your support. So if you love the show, if you've gotten something out of it, if you've learned something, if it has changed the way you live your life, the way you think about the world, the way you think about death and dying and grief and loss and what happens after we die and how we can continue to live the most meaningful life possible, then I ask for you to go to my Patreon page, which will be linked in my show notes. and Or you can just go to Patreon and type in Dr. Amy Robbins and I will pop up. And you can give any amount. I've had people give monthly. I've had people give one-time donations when they can. Any amount is greatly, greatly appreciated. And with that, after my little NPR blurb that I just went on about, here is this month's ghost story. I have been thinking about sharing my ghost story, but I was hesitant because I wonder what people will think. I can very much relate when you say that sometimes you ask yourself if you're making it all up. But then again, some experiences are so powerful that I know I didn't make that up. So here is my story or stories, shall I say. I've always been a highly sensitive person, even as a kid. And now thinking back on my early childhood years, I believe that even then, I was experiencing spirit activity at night in my bedroom. But the first story I want to share happened about 10 years ago. I was visiting my mother-in-law. She and I get along really well, and I've known from the beginning she is very spiritual and has had mediumistic talents, although she doesn't really use them. She had always told me that there was spirit activity in the house, but I never noticed anything myself until that one day. We were upstairs on the second floor in her sewing room, and she was showing me all the fabric she had, and we were checking which ones were still usable. We were just having a normal conversation as she was showing me all the different things she had purchased. At one point, she showed me a beautiful, very old cape embroidered with a pentagram. She was a practicing white witch and had bought this cape many years ago. She put it around my shoulders, and there was definitely this magical energy around the cape. We put it aside again and went on sorting fabrics. And then I hear someone saying in the hallway, I'm here, all right? And naturally, my mother-in-law responds. Okay, I've heard you. I assume it was her husband coming back from the pub, letting us know he was back. So I think nothing of it. Later on, we go back downstairs and I look around the living room, which was empty. I'm surprised and I say, I thought Fred was home. My mother-in-law said, no, he's in the pub all evening. I said, but I heard him saying he was here. She looked at me with raised eyebrows and said, that is the first time someone else heard that. I asked, who, what? My cohabitant ghosts, my mother-in-law said. I was stunned. I could have sworn it was her husband coming home because the voice was as clear as you are hearing my voice now it was as clear as two people having a conversation. It never happened again, and I still regularly visit that house and sometimes even the second floor. I believe this experience might've had something to do with the cape, but I can't be sure. I haven't tried it on since that one time. But whenever I've had strange experiences and I wonder if it's all real, I think back to that evening because that moment was as real as it can get, and there were two of us who witnessed it. It wasn't just in my head, we both heard it out loud. The second story I wanna share with you is about my mother. I have to tell you a bit of what happened before the actual ghost story. My mother died when I was 11 years old after a severe alcohol addiction. This addiction and her death impacted me greatly as a child and left me with serious trauma, a trauma I spent my childhood denying. When people showed me sympathy around this situation, I would always say, I was fine and it didn't mean anything to me. You can imagine around 16 years old, life decided it was time for a rude awakening. Finally, coming to sense with all the things that had happened to me in my childhood, I was brought to the verge of depression. I was on the start of a very, very long healing journey. Over the years, I healed this trauma bit by bit, layer by layer. And as such things go, every time I thought I was done, another layer presented itself for healing. Until about four years ago, it was time for the last pieces to complete the puzzle. During that time, I started my training to become a Reiki master. And as you can imagine, my mother trauma resurfaced for another layer of healing. One day, my Reiki master said to me, your mother is near. She wants to help you, but she can't because you've shut her out. You need to let go of the anger. Only then did I realize that, yes, in fact, I was still carrying so much anger towards her. Anger about how a mother can abandon her child. We did the most beautiful meditation that day, and I was able to release that anger and reopen my heart. Even more significantly, what I did in that meditation is to reconnect the energetic cord between us, symbolizing our reconnecting, me letting her back into my life. That day, until a few weeks after, I saw feathers everywhere, literally everywhere. Everywhere I would look, there would be feathers. It was as if my mother was making her presence known. Feathers have been the way she communicates with me ever since. Fast forward to last summer, my grandmother, 95, had a stroke, announcing her final week on this plane. She had had strokes before, and even though the nurses said it was very serious, part of me still believed or hoped she would pull through. As the week progressed, my faith in her recovery wavered, and I was struggling, feeling stressed and anxious. In a moment of despair, I called out to my mother and to my guardian angel to let me know what was going to be. If she was going to die, it was fine, but I just wanted to know so I could brace myself. The answer that came back was that I wasn't supposed to know. Well, yeah, thanks a lot. However, as I got up from where I was sitting in the garden and headed back inside, my eyes fell upon a spot on the grass with a bunch of tiny feathers. My mind went back and forth between recognizing my mom's signs and thinking the neighbor's cat must have caught a bird. I kneeled down on the grass to look at the feathers. There were so many of them. As I sat there, several feathers whirled from above. I looked up fully expecting to see the bird who was losing all the feathers, but there was nothing, not a bird in sight, not even close. I sat there, my mind racing, trying to make sense of this, trying to find a rational explanation for what was happening, but there was none. Feathers were falling from the sky, seemingly out of nowhere. And aside from the feathers in the grass, there was no sign of any struggle. I finally realized and accepted the sign for what it was. And with this, I knew my grandmother was not gonna make it through. I picked up one of the feathers and as I took it in my hand, it split into two perfectly tiny feathers as they must have stuck quite close together. I intuitively knew that my mother was here to help my grandmother cross over. I realized that my entire maternal line would be on the other side. I cried tears of grief, of loss, but also of gratitude for letting me know, for being there, even if she couldn't be there physically. And as for the feathers, I still keep with some of the other ones. My grandmother passed two days later after we visited her one last time. During that visit, I could feel a type of heavy air that I've come to associate with spirit activity. I recognized my mother and her loved ones on the other side were there to guide her into the light. I knew she was in good hands. Three months later, I got a call from the nursing home that my grandfather, her husband, also 96, had likely had a stroke. I was just recovering from COVID and was unable to go see him right away but I talked with him on the phone and decided to visit him that weekend. He sounded okay. Next day, we checked in with him and the nurse said he wasn't well considering his stroke. I talked to him. He still sounded very aware and I promised to check in and come as soon as I could. The next day, I called the nursing home and again, they said he was not doing well. My brain said that it was fine to go see him over the weekend as it was an hour drive not even taking things like traffic jams into consideration. I had to pick up my kids from school and had lots of other things to do, but something told me to go to him. It was absolute intuition. Something said I had to go see him or it would be too late. And so I told my partner that I felt like I really had to go to him. I arranged for my son to be picked up from school and jumped into my car. I walked into the nursing home feeling a cold draft, and I remember thinking, someone is dying. I've had a few mystical experiences and have learned to recognize when they're happening. I walked into my grandfather's room and was taken by surprise by what I saw. He was laying in bed instead of sitting in the chair, as usual. I had never seen my grandfather sick enough to stay in bed. I looked into his eyes and realized these were his final hours. He recognized me, told me he was happy to see me, and that he loved me. You should know my grandfather was the kind that had never learned to express his emotions and had never done so during his life. So telling me he loved me gave me a notion of how serious this was. I reassured him that I would stay with him, and I told him I loved him too. A little later, my cousin arrived, and the two of us stayed side by his side, watching over him as he started to make his journey from this world to the other side. As his consciousness glided away, I remember him continuously making a gesture as if to pull something to his forehead. I think he was seeing the light on the other side and was trying to pull it in. There was definitely something mystical and otherworldly happening. He finally closed his eyes and passed just a few hours later. My mother continues to guide me from a distance showing me her presence now and then but also making sure I don't depend on her too much because after all we are here to live and enjoy our lives and not live in the past. Wow this so this is an example of exactly the type of ghost stories I am looking for. It is beautiful it is thorough it gives you such a sense for this person's experience. I never use names when you submit your ghost story because I want to protect your privacy. Um, but what an incredible, incredible story. So, thank you so much for sharing. For those of you out there who also have a ghost story you want to share, please, like I said at the beginning, go to dramyrobins.com. You can submit your ghost story there, and I will read it on the show. Assuming it is thorough enough, it should last about five to 10 minutes. Uh, So please make sure that your story is thorough. Otherwise, we will reach back out to you and ask you to fill in some gaps for that. Again, please follow me on Instagram at Dr. Amy Robbins. Subscribe to my podcast. You can also subscribe to my newsletter, which I didn't talk about earlier, but my newsletter is at Dr. Amy and every other week you get my channeled soul wisdom, my inspired insights. So please join me on this journey in life, death, and the space between. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means?